um, what was what was that movie that you said about um, whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yes. Okay, so I put this in the show notes, but I looked it up and I I could recognize just from like a screenshot of it that they did a parody of that on RuPaul's Drag Race called What Happened to Little JJ. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. It's that's you definitely need to see that. Like it's iconic. You okay. have to. Okay. Well, maybe when I finish Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> if it is um what's her face good in it? Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah. I mean, she's the the lead vehicle. So is there a Virginia Woolf in it? No. Virginia Woolf is not in the play. That's what I thought, but why is it called that? Because they because she sings the song, she goes, Who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? Virginia Wolf. Virgin instead ah. of the big bad wolf. She that's like one of the things that happens as she sings that little song. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely need to read read this. I've um Who knows why they name plays, how they name plays. Who knows? Like God of Carnage. A, like it's about a streetcar named Desire was originally named uh the poker night. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm, not very catchy. Not nope, very catchy at all. Not. Well, hey Sky, welcome to Previously on the Brent and Sky Show. Uh I we read Sophocles. Our two heroes. No, I'm just <laughs> uh we um watched the craft. Oh, oh there were sharks on the beach and lots of snakes. Hello? Currently on the Brent and Sky Show. Are you okay? That was weird. I felt like I was being like forced into like space or something. So we're recording both of these episodes back to back because Sky is going out of tune. Tune. And tell yes. me why. I am going to Utah on Sunday for an entire week for um, it's called it's like a uh, pursuing purpose trip. It's going to be me and a, like twenty other people basically going to the different state parks in Utah and we're starting in Zion, which is basically <laughs> so cool. And I, I literally, there's a store called REI and yeah. it's a camping store. And I spent $400 in there the other day. Is there it's an like, REI in Birmingham now? Yeah. It's Where? at the summit. At the summit. Oh, well, it, it, there was never one there when I lived there. No, it's been, Ugh. it's only been there like a year, maybe. Very maybe nice. Not, even okay. a year. But yeah, I spent so much money. I cried a little bit, but thank you. Thank you for that stimmy because we're all good with that. Um, so you're de- it's definitely not run by uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints, but you're starting at Zion. Okay. No, <laughs> no. It's like okay. the, 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 guy, the guy that's actually like doing it, he is a, um, well, the two people that are doing it, they're like internet. Mormon priest. They're like, okay. They're like, no, they're like Instagram <laughs> influencers. So they're like, right. Um, they're like kind of hippy dippy, which is cool. We're actually going to be eating uh, plant-based the entire time, which I'm uh, excited about. Okay. Um, I'm also gluten so that's going to like help with everything, but we're going to be driving. So my friend and I are going to fly into Nevada on, I don't know why I said it like that. Okay. So you're going with someone else, not just yourself. Yes. So my friend is going, we're flying into Vegas from Las Vegas. We're driving to Zion, which is like maybe a two hour drive. And then we'll, we'll be at different places each day, um, which is going to be really, really cool. So I'm really excited. We're going to have to, we have our, um, we have like tents provided, food provided and things mm-hmm. like that. And so it's going to be like, we're going to, we'll be doing yoga. We'll be just having like, it'll just be so much fun. Like okay. so many experiences. The first night though, we're going to allegedly be using an outhouse, which I'm a little scared of, but you know what? It, first times for everything. So I think this is just going to like completely change my life. Yeah. It's going to push you out of your comfort zone a bunch of times. Exactly. So, and that's, yeah. 
I was gonna say, so what is like the stated purpose of this? Like what what are what are you trying to get out of this? It's kind of like finding like what you're supposed to do with your life as far as like your goals and your dreams and like it's just like a way to connect to people who are on that path because the leaders have like the leaders are like life coaches and they have like all of that kind of training. So it's going to be kind of one of those things, just like figuring out what my life's meaning is. Just Do you know what you're going to do to figure that out? Like, are you like having like writing exercises or like... So I think we're having like, quote unquote, like seminars. Okay. But it's going to be just like in, in the middle of... I mean, a seminar means like part. a discussion. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be things like that. And um, I'm really excited because I... I've listened to several of the people that are going their um, podcasts and stuff like that. So it's going to be a really, really neat experience. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Are, so you're going to do like yoga out in the woods? Bas- well, it's in the desert, but yeah. Oh, the desert. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the desert. It's Utah. There's no woods in Utah. There are mountains all over Utah. I'm teasing, but we, but it's going to be like really cold at night. So we have, um, I had to like get long johns and like really warm weather stuff, which is where all my $400 went basically. But yeah, so So, I'm really excited. So it is going to be like John Locke in the desert in, in Aboriginal Australia in the outback. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't even know if I'll even have that great of phone service, but I'm just glad I'm going to get to experience Oh, I'm surprised I'm not... you would even have your phone on there. Oh, I probably wouldn't. But I mean, I'll have to take pictures because it's going to oh, be amazing. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I just, I can't stand flying really. It just makes me nervous. And so I just want to be there right now. Um, and work's kind of been awful this week. So I'm like, I just want to be done. Yeah, you get to take a break. Exactly. A week-long break. So what so. days are you going to be there? I'm going to be there Sunday, this Sunday through next Sunday. Okay. Well, that's fun. I want to yeah. know. I just I just want to know more about it. I just want to know what you're doing. Uh, not eating meat doesn't sound fun to me. See, I mean, I am not a huge meat eater. Like, kind of makes sick. I would be so hungry. But, it, like, meat makes me, like, physically sick. I don't know how to describe that. Not eating meat me makes me sick. <laughs> I mean, like, now I will say I eat a hamburger, like, every day. I'm mean, not every day. Like, not every day. <laughs> I eat a hamburger every day. Meat makes no. me sick. I eat a hamburger every day. No. I eat a hamburger <laughs> once a week because that doesn't bother me. But, like, just certain, I don't know what it is. I just, I remember when I was, I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. I remember there used to be a restaurant or, like, a sandwich place called Roly Poly. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. Remember, and, like, I can, like, distinctly remember the episode I was watching, um, but I can't, like, describe it. But I was watching an episode of SpongeBob, and I remember watching it, really into it, and I was eating this, like, ham and cheese roll-up from Roly-Poly. And all of a sudden, I was, like, so grossed out by the fact that I was, like, eating a pig or something, and I was just like, this is so gross. And so I was a vegetarian for, like, six years after that. It's, it's Food's got to come from somewhere. I know. So, ugh. I have really been wanting for a while to go backpacking somewhere. And I'll meet people sometimes who are like, oh, yeah, I'm into backpacking. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'd, I'd like, really want to try camping sometime. And no one's ever like, oh, I'll invite you to go with me sometime. Oh, my god! I keep trying to get myself invited to something like that. 
it's just kind of like hard. I don't know. Yeah, but I would have fun. Yeah, that's true. I want to go it's... be with nature. Same. And I'll bring my what... I'll bring my beef jerky. Beef jerky. That's what I'm trying to think. Like this is so embarrassing, but I'm trying to figure out if I need to bring makeup because I definitely don't want to look like a cadaver. Because when I don't wear makeup, I look like a cadaver. So I'm like, should I? Like I feel like I should, so I can like at least feel like happy about the way I look. Maybe you can go crush up some beetles and use the beetles as your makeup. That sounds really great. That's- it's like, I don't know if you've ever, you ever watched this show, but did you ever watch As Told by Ginger? Yes. Okay. Nickelodeon. I don't know, yes. I don't know if you remember the episode. I always loved the way they were drawn on a side note. Like I loved that. With their weird little mouths. Yeah. Like their little <laughs> tiny mouths and like weird faces. Um, but there was an episode that I always loved and it was when Ginger and her friends wanted to, what was her, what were her friends' names? I can't remember, but they wanted to wear makeup for school picture day. Mm. And the mom was like, heck no, like you're nine or however old they were. So they created fake up. And they used, like, I'm not kidding. And they used, like, different, like, food items to, like, wear makeup or whatever. And the pictures came back and they were like, this does not look like us. But they looked like glamour babes with their uh, fake up uh-huh. on. So I'll never forget that. <laughs> Maybe I should use mashed potatoes as a nice setting foundation. <laughs> My favorite episode of that show is where she goes to camp and has her first kiss and I had never been to camp at this point. And I was like, I want to go to camp and have my first kiss with Ginger. Oh, <laughs> did she kiss Darren, the headgear boy? I don't know. I think it was someone she met at camp. Oh, okay. Oh. And I love, I don't know if you remember this either, but, but Ginger's brother, he was always super creepy. And I again, can't think, maybe his name was Carl. He was so creepy. And he, there was like this teacher who had this green mummified hand in her office and Carl like stole the mummified hand. Like, and I think about that, like every couple of weeks I'll think about that mummified hand and think, did that really happen? And it really didn't because it was a cartoon, but it did in my mind. My eighth grade science teacher was named Miss Peoples. And she had some kind of like skeleton thing that was sitting in the windowsill of her of her window and someone was like (laughs) messing with it one day and she goes quit fingering my bone she said it just like that (laughs) i hate that she she talked just like this all the time too she spoke very interestingly (laughs) weird Oh my gosh. Okay, so Ginger's friends were named Dodie and Macy. And that's also the Mummified Hand episode is the same episode as I'm a Little Seal Girl, which is iconic. You know, I don't remember much about the show. I do remember watching it, but it wasn't it wasn't my jam. Uh, I loved it. I loved all the Nickelodeon shows, though. I mean, I still think about them on the reg. Uh, I more watched Spongebob and Fairly Odd Parents. And I liked Rocket Power, too. Well, everybody loves Rocket Power. It's amazing. I mean, duh. It was so good. I always had a crush on the one that wore the backwards hat. I can't remember what his name was. Oh, he, like, and he had, like, had like a blue vest. Yes, he no. was a babe. Okay. He's like <laughs> seven. <laughs> no, but my biggest crush of all was Danny Phantom. Like we were in a relationship. Oh, yeah. When he said, I'm going ghost, I was like, yes, you are. Like I loved, I had a Danny, I used to have a Danny Phantom shirt. I don't know what happened to it, but. I believe that. I definitely wore one and rocked it. And Yeah. So I, on the topic of you going on your retreat, I had a couple of like health and wellness things that have come up lately. 
Ew. in my life, like free resources that I found very useful that I thought I would share with you and the audience. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them is called Yoga with Adrian. Um, mm. I've mentioned this to a couple people and I was like, oh, yeah, I found this yoga girl on YouTube who's really great. And I say Yoga with Adrian. And one of my friends was like. You mean the one yoga girl on YouTube? I'm like, okay, calm yourself a little bit. I I just discovered her. And I have done like P90X yoga before in the past, like one-off yoga here and there. Um, but I followed her. I, I just finished it today, actually. This like 30 days of yoga is from like six years ago, maybe. And she has a bunch of little programs like this. And I just did yoga almost every day for that time. And it was pretty simple, pretty easy. This one... If you, if you look it up, it's from six years ago. It's just called 30 Days with Yoga. It's was, it was kind of really beginner friendly. And it really helped me through like learning to like listen to my body and like understanding the purpose of doing different stretches and poses and things like that. It's not just you're going to be a yoga robot and and strike this pose and try to get it perfect. It's like when you do this, you want to make sure like you feel this certain way in your legs and you want to like the purpose of this is to strengthen this and like wiggle around until the stretch feels right. It's like it was a very different approach to yoga that I have not ever seen before and I really appreciated it. Um, also, she lives in Austin and she makes Austin references all the time. So that's fun. Oh. She's like, go up to Cobra. Uh, there's a restaurant in Austin called Tacoba, and that's what I think of. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so it's I been really it. nice. And so, like, I think of some of my friends who are like generally in shape but don't work out, maybe, and they say they want to sometimes. I'm like, maybe this would be a good place to like start like listening to your body, do some stretches, do some poses, do some balancing. Uh, I would recommend it to a lot of people. Oh, cool. I may have to check it out because I was doing one on Amazon that was free. Oh, yeah, this and is the free, girl, free. Yeah, yeah. This girl was kind of like annoying the poop out of me. So I'll definitely try. I'll try it. Oh, yeah. And not only there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos that she has on YouTube, too. It's like a oh. lot. It's like a lot. Like you, you'll have free yoga forever <laughs> if you watch this. Oh, nice. Um, so I, I just wanted to do something to like folk. When you lift a lot of weights, you start to like lose flexibility Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to stretch. Some. My goal out of this was to stretch more, but I also got some more things out of it, which was really nice. Mm. And there's a sort of some people think that yoga can be kind of woo woo. That, yeah. Like there's a spiritual part to it, but she explains it in such a straightforward way. Like there's nothing spiritual about it. I mean, if you want to interpret it that way, I'm sure you can, but it's just about stopping and paying attention to your body and like learning to be aware of what your body's telling you. And it, right. it was uh, very nice. Right. I mean, and I think, I, I don't know, some people are like Mer, about it, but it's like, to me, it's really cool how you can like use your body and like stand in certain positions and just kind of like be hyper focused on that. Yeah. I think that's very like cleansing, which sounds so hippy dippy, but it is cleansing. <laughs> so that was one thing that I recommend to everyone. This other one, for people like me who love bedtime, but have trouble falling asleep at night, I found this podcast called Get Sleepy. Ooh. And it's... It's this man with this very gentle voice. He's British, but I'm not going to try to do his accent. And he says, welcome to Get Sleepy, the podcast where we lay down, relax, and get sleepy. And then he'll guide you through like maybe like a little two or three minute 
breathing exercise or something. And then you have a 30 to 45 minute bedtime story told to you. Wow. And it's he has a bunch of friends who come on and do it. It's not just him, but they're people with they're good voice actors. And sometimes they're narrative stories with characters and things like that. Sometimes they're like uh, they're sort of second person walking you through something. There was one. Uh, it's like you walk into the aquarium and you see the fish swimming above you, like that kind of thing. Um, and and it's just been a really fun way. To, it really calms me down and helps me go to sleep at night. Some of the people who read the stories. Uh, their voices do not help me go to sleep. They're more like horror readers. There's this one guy, his name is T.K. Kelman, and he reads his stories like this. And when it's an episode where he's doing it, I go, oh, I'm not going to listen to this one. <laughs> but there's 150 episodes, I think, already out, so you can go back and listen to them. I mean, and, and when you're done, listen yeah. to them again, you know. I've been listening to them every night, and it's been a really nice way to go to sleep. That sounds amazing. I love that, because I, occasionally, like, I I want to like listen to something to kind of like get me in the mood to like just kind of wind down because I thought my brain is always like hyperactive. Uh huh. Well, then you should try Get Sleepy. It's just a free podcast. I like how you say that you're like, Get Sleepy. Get <laughs> Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Quit fingering my bone. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you know. So bizarre, but I just had to bring this up. One time uh, when I was in high school, I was in ninth grade, this guy um, talked about how his dad had been playing golf at the golf range, at the golf court, uh, okay. and yeah. they were like, they were like the geese, and the, the, his dad accidentally hit one of the geese or whatever. And my God, we told this story, he kept saying the gusses. And I used to laugh. Like, I, I just remember, like, being in science class, and I was just, like, hysterically laughing because he kept going, yeah, and then he hit one of the guys. It was so funny. I don't know what made me think about that, but it just needed to be shared in that very moment. One time in Spanish class in eighth grade, uh, I was in this class with my friend Flora. This was Spanish one, okay? Aww. And... In the middle of class, Flora just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. I didn't know what it was. And she kept looking at me and laughing. And I started getting the the giggles, too, over I don't know what. I was just laughing because she was laughing. And I was trying so hard not to. And eventually, the teacher stopped class and pulled the two of us out into the hallway. She's like, what is so funny? Why are you disrupting class? I was like, I have no idea. Flora's just laughing. And it was making me laugh. (laughs) And... (laughs) Apparently, after class, Flora told me we had been conjugating verbs, the verb tomar, and and she just thought it was so funny that she kept saying tomo, tomas, toma, tomamos, tomais, toman, and that's all she was laughing at. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we well, got in trouble. I, I remember being in, I guess it was government class in, in uh, 12th grade, and my teacher accidentally had smeared white out under her nose. What? what? And she looked like Charlie Chaplin. Was this on purpose? No! And we were all like peeing our pants. And she was like a very font lady. She was like, what is going on? And we like told her and we were dying because she literally had like a mustache. <laughs> that was so funny. God, my friend Daniel used to have to pull my hair to keep me awake in that class. Today I went with my aunt to get brunch this great restaurant in town called Kirby Lane. Mm-hmm. And she took the first bite. She got an Eggs Benedict and she took the first bite and she just had all this hollandaise sauce running, like a lot running down her chin. And she goes, wow, that's good. 
<laughs> I was like, I can tell you liked it. Fun. Oh, I didn't tell you this. So when I get back from my trip, uh-huh. the next weekend, my friend Shelby and I are going to go to Nashville. And we're going to stay in this really cool hotel, like motel. It's called the Dive Hotel. Oh. And it's like sort of like very, like every room is like themed. It's very okay. like 70, 70s style. So I'm really excited about that. And then it's basically my birthday after that. And I'll be 29. Woohoo. Yay. I don't want to be old. I just want to stay 28 for a while. Well, you'll, you can be 29 forever from what I've heard. That's true. You never have to have another birthday after that. That's true. I'm sure I'll cry when I turn 30, but it's okay. So I'm I'm listening to Harry Potter, okay? Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm in the Goblet of Fire. Oh, I love the Goblet of Fire. So there's this one really common gripe that a lot of people have with the Goblet of Fire is that Harry's name, like, magically comes out of the Goblet as a fourth contestant when there's only supposed to be three. Right. And why why does he have to participate? And they're like, oh, well, it's magical. It's a magical contract. You have to participate. And he could just he could just not participate. Right. Right. <laughs> so, it's true. You're right. So, okay. So he could just not do it. And then there's the, you go one step further and there's the part where in the book it says, did you pull, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Dumbledore asked calmly. And in the movie he goes, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> Literally says calmly in the book. Here's my real gripe of the week though. <laughs> Harry has to face a dragon and he says, that he is going to try to summon his broomstick so that he can fly around the dragon because he's not allowed to bring a broomstick to the competition with him. So he's not allowed to bring a broomstick, but he's al- allowed to start it and then summon it summon it from the castle out of the window to him. It seems like if that's the case, why have any rules at all? Like just summon whatever you want. Just have it right by the sideline and summon on it. So that's very right. silly. It's very silly. Why can't he just I bring love- the broomstick with him? It doesn't make any sense. I love all that stuff about Spew in there and they never like talk about those that in the movie i like the stuff about i love i love that she wants to liberate all these elves and they don't want it (laughs) i know it's so funny (laughs) and everybody also just kind of like doesn't really care but they do it because hermione (laughs) wants to and so they're just kind of like whatever yeah everyone's like okay we don't need to liberate the elves they're happy doing this work I know. It's and, like, she's, well, and she's just so passionate about it. And you just feel for her. I know. You want to know a fun fact? My dad um, read the Harry Potter books, like, from my mom and I. Like, my mom would read it out loud to me, and then my dad would read the Harry Potter books, too. Uh-huh. And my dad requested that he come and read the scene where Dobby becomes a free elf. And that, like, made my dad emotional. Like, he loved that part so much. Oh, I know. It really is a sweet scene where he's like, Master gives Dobby sock. And then once he's free, he doesn't know how to be free. He just wants to work. <laughs> I know. Dobby. I loved that. Oh, I want to watch Harry Potter again now and read the books again. Maybe I'll do that at some point. You should check out the audiobooks. I'm telling you, the audiobooks are excellent. They're the best audiobooks in the world. Nice. This has been The Brent and Sky Show, a weekly podcast about growing up, but not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends and consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky. That's S-K-Y-E dot com.
Um, I will probably be home sometime next month, actually. Very cool. And I will see you. Yes, then. and I'll give it to give you your Christmas present five <laughs> months late. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Better late than never, though. Well, that's all the notes that I had built up over the past couple of weeks. Groovy smoothie. Well, it was a delight talking to you. It was a fun doing a double feature tonight. A double feature. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's the opposite of a double feature. That's true. Very true. Well... I love you, and I will try to send you pictures while I'm on my trip. Okie dokie. Or just wait until the trip is over and send them to me so that you can be one with nature. True. Well, I'll figure it out. Okay. Alrighty. Alright. Well, I love you. I love you, too, and I will talk to you on another day. That sounds good. Stay cool. Okay, bye. Bye.